previously on The Journey. What is peer pressure in your own words, in your own definition? I would just simply say doing something to fit in. Mm -hmm. Yeah doing something to feel included. Mm -hmm. yep. I had to find a group that was, mm -hmm. you know, even when they would talk to me, like, I don't want to hear it because I know they're not going to agree with what I'm saying. I knew the people that I was around with, they were going to tell me something I wanted to hear. Right. So I would always be around them. And then since I was coming here a little bit, mm -hmm. I knew what was right and what was wrong. Mm -hmm. But it's like when you're the only one in the group that's mm -hmm. not doing something, you're the different one. Mm -hmm. And sometimes what I struggle with personally is I feel like I'm boring or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like I struggle with that a lot. So sometimes I'm thinking in my mind, should I try these things? Even though I know my heart is not there, sometimes I feel like people probably see me as being boring or mm -hmm. like I don't have a life or, you know, I don't make the most of my college experience. It goes something along the lines of, I still want to see you eat, just not at my table. Every time I see it, it's like, yeah, I still care about you. I still want to see you be successful, mm -hmm. just from afar. On today's episode of The Journey, do you always have to know what you want to do by high school? Well, I've changed my perspective on purpose. I personally don't think purpose is a profession anymore. Mm. I think purpose is a gift. And I think that professions are vehicles that lead us to use the gift. You are now tuned in to The Journey. You walk with me, I walk with you. Together we face life. Side by side, with Jesus the mastermind It takes faith, it takes a step To finish a thousand miles But together, we're in this And this is called the journey What's up, everybody? Hope all is well, and welcome back to the Journey Podcast with your host, Karen Sion. Thank God for a new week. Today is October 14th, and this is the third episode of season three of the Journey Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've been tuning to the show, welcome back, and thank you so much for sticking with us through the seasons of the Journey Podcast. We just want to say thank you and God bless you. But if this is your first time listening and or watching the Journey Podcast, let me tell you a little bit about the show. So the Journey is a Christ-based, Bible-based podcast that focuses on anything and everything that has to do with our lives in this generation, such as education, career choices, health, marriage, courtship, etc. We look for real-life problems and talk about them, and we search for real-life solutions in God's word because we want to learn how to walk God's way because that's our slogan, walking God's way. New episodes drop weekly on Fridays at 3 p.m. You can find the episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, and any other listening platform. But if you watch us, you can find us on YouTube. Just search for The Journey Podcast with Karen Sion. Subscribe and make sure you hit the notification bell so that you can be notified when new episodes drop. Now let's get into today's show. So today's episode is a very amazing one. I'm so excited for it. Today's show's guest is someone who is very, very educated. She's very talented. She's very smart. She's beautiful. She has a bubbly personality. She wears many hats. 
and she wears it very graciously. And one big deal about this show and this particular guest is she is one of the faithful listeners of the Jenny podcast. So it's really amazing to have her on the show. So I would like you to help me welcome Leonie. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the journey. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so excited. I think it's been three seasons coming. We've been wanting her to come onto the show for so long. And I'm here. Yes, thank God. How are you doing today? Good. I'm blessed and favored. Thank God. Thank God. So this is your first time being on the show. And our listeners and viewers don't really know you that well. So if you could just give us a few details about yourself or tell us a little bit about yourself. Introduce yourself to us. My name is Leonie. I am a teacher. I'm an educator more specifically. I'm from Benin. And I'm blessed. (laughs) Oh, amen. I'm glad that you brought up the fact that you are a teacher or an educator. I love that better than teacher. Why do you say that instead of saying you're a teacher? Because I think, in my opinion, education encompasses a lot of different roles. Mm -hmm. And a teacher is just a part of education. Mm -hmm. But you could be an educator and not necessarily a teacher. So I think educator is a more accurate description of somebody who's in the space of education. Mm -hmm. Okay. So today's show is the importance of education. And I had you come on because you are someone that I know to be very educated. And you love to impart knowledge, not just to your students at where you teach, but to everyone around you. So it being this month, we're still in October. A lot of us have gone back to school. We just want to talk about the importance of education. So we'll just kick off the show. Why is education so important? I think that's a very loaded question. Education. Unload for us. I think education is important to different people for different reasons. Mm. So it depends on what education means to you. That mm. will give meaning to why education is important mm-hmm. for you. For some people and for some communities, education is important because it serves as a passport to a new life, mm. a new opportunity. Mm-hmm. For other people, education is important because it unlocks doors to like intelligence. Mm-hmm. So it really depends on why you want education. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to determine its meaning for you. Mm-hmm. For each person, it may mean something different. For somebody, it might mean enlightenment. Mm-hmm. For somebody, it might mean knowledge. For somebody, it might mean money. Right. So it really depends on why the person is pursuing education. Mm-hmm. That will give it its meaning. Okay. So before we get to your career of being an educator, can we talk a little bit about your education? What did education mean to you? For me, education was an equalizer. Mm. Um, it was an equalizer because of the way I grew up. So I grew up with pretty modest means. And the one thing that I understood that can take me to a different opportunity or lifestyle was education. Mm. And so education to me was always an equalizer because my family was unable to put me into multiple programs and all these enrichment programs. Mm -hmm. But the one thing I was allowed to have and the only place I was allowed to go outside of trusted family members and friends was the library down the street. Mm. So my library card was like my ticket to success. And the library card allowed me to learn about places and things Mm. and 
experiences that people around me at school, they had access to, mm -hmm. but I never had access to. Mm -hmm. But through my library card and through education, I gained access to right. those things. Mm -hmm. So for me, it equaled the playing field. Wow. Um, so for me, education is an equalizer. Wow. I, I like that word, equalizer. Yeah. I told you she was smart. <laughs> <laughs> so um, how was your journey in education like? Um, I understand that your purpose of education was to equalize or uh, was an equalizer, but how was your education story? Are, are you speaking like K to 12 education or like post yeah, take us school? Take us through, like, K to, you... take us through K to 12, post secondary college. Hmm. Did you pursue anything after college? How was your journey in education? Was it smooth? Was it bumpy? Was it rocky? Was it easy? Was it difficult? Okay, so that's a lot of questions. That, that I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I will say that from K to twelve, um, to simplify my journey, it was a pretty smooth journey for mm -hmm. me from K to twelve, only because I felt like I had a really strong blueprint of mm -hmm. where I want, wanted to go. Mm -hmm. So I always had a purpose in the education, like. I won't say as in as K, because mm -hmm. I mean, realistically, what was I thinking about? But once I determined what I wanted to be, mm. I kind of had a clear path on why I needed the education. And right. so it was a little bit of a smoother journey for me, K to 12. Like mm. everything was, everything I did in education was served a purpose to get me to where I wanted to go. Wow. So for K to 12, it was pretty smooth. Not to cut you off, but sure. At one point in your education, did you realize that you wanted to be, what did you want to be? You wanted to be an educator this? No. So uh, in elementary school about, I want to say like third or fourth grade, I, I discovered psychology. Mm. And so I would walk around with a notebook and I would take observations oh, wow. thinking I was a psychologist because I was introduced to Sigmund Freud. Oh. And one of, think something about Sigmund Freud that is very um, unique to his method is that he would like take observations as you're like talking Aww. and so because I was introduced to like that small piece of psychology I thought that's what psychology was mm. and so I would have a notebook and I would make my observations <laughs> about people and I would try to like manipulate their mind that's what psychology was, was like oh. oh trying to like make people say stuff and do stuff so I wanted to be a child psychologist specifically oh. um, mainly uh, child psychology because I felt like as a child at the time I didn't feel like I had a voice mm. and I felt like I wanted I didn't people I didn't think people really understood my mind as a child at the time. And so I said, I'm going to go and understand other children's mm -hmm. minds. So mm -hmm. I wanted to be a child psychologist. So everything that I did was to become a child psychologist. Wow. And when did it switch? Or is that something you still want to do? No, I don't. Well, in truth, I didn't understand what I wanted to do. I thought I wanted to do psychology because mm -hmm. that's what I was introduced to. But going through like formal education, college, I realized that it's not psychology that I was more interested in. Mm. It's more anthropology and sociology. Mm. But by the time I discovered that, it was I was way too deep into the studies for me to switch my major. Right, and, but right. switch your major now if you want to. Like you should. Don't mm. listen to me. You ought to switch your major if you really understand what it is that you want to do. Mm. But God took me on a different path. But mm. yeah, so it was really like anthropology and sociology that I wanted to do. And that didn't click for me until I was maybe like junior or what would be considered my junior year in, in college. college. Oh wow! Right. The reason why I didn't switch my major because I was thinking from a scarcity mindset. Mm -hmm. I was paying for school out of pocket. 
I was in it for many years and I didn't feel like starting over. Mm. Um, God was able to use that, fortunately, and turn it into something that I'm very passionate about now. But if he has prompted you, understand that he will also direct you and also provide for you to do it. So I would definitely say that if you understand what your purpose is early, whether it's five years into your career or whatever the case is, just trust God to lead you where Mm. it is that you need to be. Amen. It's a word. With what you're saying, my question is, do you always have to know what you want to do by high school? Or sometimes would that come into play or maybe I'll discover my purpose or what I want to do in life when I'm in college? Is there a timeline for that? Uh, well, I've changed my perspective on purpose. I personally don't think purpose is a profession anymore. Mm. I think purpose is a gift. And I think that our professions are vehicles that lead us to use the gift. Mm. So in that, I think that you can discover it in high school mm-hmm. or sooner. I think mm-hmm. the parents can help their children mm-hmm. discover their purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you have a lot of self-awareness, you could probably discover it yourself. But in terms of like pursuing a career, it's very helpful to start to identify things that you're good at or things that you would like to pursue mm-hmm. early in high school so that you can set yourself up for that college career mm-hmm. later on. And what do you think parents can do to help their children in that aspect? Because if I were to use myself as an example, I remember growing up, I always said I wanted to be a doctor. I said it for years, particularly an obstetrician obstetrician gynecologist I always wanted to do that but it wasn't until I got to my freshman year of college that I was like I don't think I want to do this anymore because I said it my whole life and when I went into school um college I was like okay I'm gonna do the pre-med track and my first semester was biology chemistry and I was like I hate this immediately said I, I hated it at that moment it was later on that I discovered healthcare admin which I'm very passionate about. But then it took a while for my parents to accept that Karen said she wanted to be a doctor all these years. We've always been looking forward to her being a doctor, but this is where she wants to go. It took a while before they accepted it. So even though the show is pretty much talking to the younger generation, what do you think parents can also do to assist their children in discovering their purposes, in your opinion, or what profession to do so that they can be in line with God's purpose for their lives? For me, the advice I would give to a parent is I'm a big advocate of homeschooling. Mm. And when I say homeschool, that sometimes people misinterpret that as take your child out of school. Mm -hmm. That's not what I mean by homeschooling. Although if you have the opportunity, the grace and the patience to do that, by all means you ought to. Mm -hmm. But when I say homeschooling, I mean teaching your child at home. Mm. Um, So whether it's teaching them something they're already learning in school. Like let's say their strength in school is math. So perhaps like at home, you'll be teaching them a new method of, to what they're already learning. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you're teaching them the next standard that they're going to need to know, mm-hmm. the next concept they need to know. Okay. Whatever it is, even if it's not something they're already learning in school, maybe it's something that you would like them to know, whether mm-hmm. it's sewing, the Bible, whatever it is, just teach them. Because in teaching them, I think that you get a lot of opportunity to observe them. Mm-hmm. And in observing them, you get to know them. And in knowing them, you get to discover them. And in discovering them, you get to help them and usher them into their purpose. Right. So I think that's one way. There's many ways. Mm-hmm. Another way, although there's probably many methods 
to this helping your child discover their purpose. But I think another great one is exploration. Mm -hmm. So allowing your child to explore different avenues, different muses, Mm -hmm. maybe they're exploring music and sports and just different genres of life and activities. Mm -hmm. And I think through that exploration, they will naturally discover um, something that they might be passionate about or like to do. And then nurturing whatever they are good at. Mm -hmm. So whatever natural gift that you see Mm -hmm. in them through exploration, Mm -hmm. knowledge, discovery, and homeschooling, Mm -hmm. uh, I believe that those are just two, although there are many avenues into helping them just to identify their purpose. Wow. This is loaded. This, I think this needs another show because when I think of education, I've always just thought of it as in school. Mm -hmm not knowing that you can be educated by exploring or even how a parent is teaching you something, you could be educated there. So I was going to ask you another question, but you answered it what you said, because I was going to ask, is it only in school that one gets educated? But you pretty much... I think it's important to know that also like schools didn't always exist. Mm-hmm. So it's like the building or the contract of the school, the school system didn't always exist. Right. So before that, how are they being educated? Mm. If you think about like, even if you just bring it to just America and you're thinking about like black children, how mm-hmm. were they educated right, before right. they were allowed to go to school? to school? So education is, the education system mm-hmm. is a system, but education itself is something that can be done all the time. Mm. Like you're always learning, like you're always in the process of learning. Mm-hmm. So education is a lifelong thing that occurs everywhere. We just have defined it or we have pigeonholed it or categorized education to different things. Formal education obviously takes place. But honestly, now formal education can take place in many ways because... There's YouTube University. There's, well, I don't consider that formal That's education. That's not formal, right? But, <laughs> but, formal. but we are moving towards like an a la carte education. So we mm-hmm. have like MOOC classes. We have a lot of virtual self-paced learning, oh, which yeah. is still considered a formal education. Mm-hmm. But education is anyone can be educated mm-hmm. and everyone should be educated. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that that's one of the disservices that we do to ourselves is not educating ourselves and thinking that education stops the minute we graduate from right, school. Right. It doesn't stop. It never stops. It shouldn't mm-hmm. stop. We're constantly in a process of learning, unlearning mm-hmm. and relearning. Yes. Um, you know, so we can grow. Absolutely. Have you ever been at a point where you were just tired and you say, say, I don't want to learn anymore. I'm currently there. <laughs> So, um, yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, we get inundated with information, especially now with like technology, social media, we're constantly receiving, yeah, constantly yeah. taking in, constantly. Yeah. So we're constantly processing that information. So mm-hmm. there comes a point where you're tired. Mm. So like right now in the program that I'm in, it's, it's very, it's a lot. There's mm. a lot of reading involved. There's a lot of studying so right now I, I don't feel like learning mm-hmm. but you know you have to push through that and right. still learn anyway so right. I think that's very normal mm. where there's a, a space or I should say that I don't feel like learning this right I do feel like learning but I don't feel like learning this mm-hmm. so I think that's a very normal feeling that happens especially going through some type of education program right you get tired it's true and how do you stop yourself from not being burned out like dropping out totally I think that's a sign of maturity, partly, um, because it's like, well, if you drop out, then what? Mm, then what? Then what? If What's the purpose of dropping out? Right. So if you drop out, do you still have the desire? Because if it was K to 12, you can't drop out. No. If you drop out in K to 12, then your parents can get arrested. 
And hey, you went, really? Absolutely. I did not know that. Yes. We have oh. truancy officers and attendance officers. Like, you have to go to school. Like, you have to go to some type of school, mm. whether it's homeschooling or public education, private education. You, your child needs to be enrolled until a certain age mm. or a certain. So it's like, you have to. Mm -hmm. Right. So similarly, if you want to have a desire to become whatever healthcare administrator or nurse or a teacher or whatever it is that you want to be mm -hmm. and the obstacle in between where you are now and where you want to be is education, mm -hmm. then the maturity is going to tell you that irrespective of how I'm feeling, I need to get up and study and go right, to school and finish right. the program because if not, then what? Right. Then what? Wow. I'm learning a lot and i'm also being convicted because i know for me which next week's episode god willing we're talking about timelines and comparison mm -hmm. and mostly for me the way my education story happened or it unfolded wasn't the way i planned it to be mm -hmm. and i know there were times that i got burned out there were times that i was i was tired i was tired of learning i was tired of going to school I just wanted it to be over with, but I didn't have that maturity to say, let me push through and continue. I just stopped. But then when the desire picked up again for me to continue my education, it was like I had to start all over mm -hmm. or I would continue from somewhere and not fully okay enough to push through. So I'm being convicted big time. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Well, we'll be done shortly. But I want to say, this, so like, mm -hmm. in terms of like your education story, I know you're going to have a whole episode on it. Your education story is your own. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's part of understanding that like everything is, not everything, but a lot of our systems weren't designed for us in mind. Like mm -hmm. college is a system. Like higher education is a business. It's mm -hmm. a multi-billion dollar business mm -hmm. designed to get people to come in mm -hmm. and spend money on education. So mm -hmm. Thinking about like, oh, they told me that I must finish in four years. Mm -hmm. Who said? Like, right. then what? Like, I think that's a really important question to ask because when I graduated, finally graduated my bachelor's, I really had like this opposite feeling. So in in instead of feeling like celebratory, I felt almost like an emptiness because I didn't mm. have a plan for the after. Oh. So I it was almost like, okay, I worked, <laughs> I grinded I did all this. I restarted school. Mm -hmm. I took all whatever. Now I'm here in this space and I have no idea why. Right. And I really just was focused on this degree and I, I don't know why I'm here. Mm. And so it wasn't, although it was a victory and that God got me through it, it wasn't something that I was celebrating because I didn't have, I didn't know my why in mm. that. And it wasn't until I got into education that like I understood my why. Mm. Um, and part of my why is because I, God has allowed me to go through so many different forms of education. Like I've been to public in terms, especially higher education. Like mm -hmm. I've been to public school. I've been mm -hmm. to private school. I've been to a Catholic college. Mm -hmm. I've been to online school. I've been to self-paced school. I've been, mm -hmm. I've been the immigrant student. I've been mm -hmm. the international student. I've been the local student, mm -hmm. the in-state, the out-of-state. So it's like wow. seeing all those perspectives allows me to, I think, empathize with students mm -hmm. a little bit more because I understand what it is to be a commuter, to live on campus. Like, so I say all that to say that everyone's journey is very different, right. but it's just your own. Right. Um, and that like, whatever, whatever part you are in, whatever chapter you're in, in your book, it's mm -hmm. your story. It's your so story. make sure that you're always bringing main character energy. Mm. Don't be a supporting character somewhere. in your own book. Like it's mm. terrible. Right, right, right. Like, wow. Yeah. I, I love that. And I think that's 
great advice to give, not just to me, but to someone out there, because I'm pretty sure a lot of us that are listening, watching our lives did not go the way we probably planned it, or especially our education. Um, you know, I've shared before, which again, like you said, we'll talk about eventually I shared before I just recently received my associate's degree. So, and that's a two-year degree. It took me. Thank you. <laughs> you got to pause and say congratulations. That's a big deal. It, it is. It is a big deal because it's a degree that takes people two years to complete. Mostly that's the anticipated amount of years to, it took me eight years to complete. And there was, there was a whole lot of things that happened in those eight years, my own issues that prevented me from getting it maybe as quicker than I probably should have gotten it, let me say. Thank God I got it. But I know for me, just comparing myself to people I went to school with, some of them now have their master. Some of them are married with children. I would maybe sit back and be like, hey, what did I do to myself? But like you're saying, your journey is your journey. Your story is your story. And God is the one writing your story. You just got to bring what main character energy. I love that. Main character energy all the time. (laughs) Every day you're the main character in your own story. So absolutely. I think it's important. And you know, although I would have liked Mm -hmm. for my plan to work out, Mm -hmm. but if my plan worked out, I wouldn't be an educator. Mm -hmm. If my plan worked out, I probably wouldn't know a lot of people I know. If my plan worked out, to be quite frank, I probably wouldn't know Jesus as well mm-hmm. as I did because I knew of him, but I didn't have that personal relationship with mm-hmm. him. And it wasn't until he stripped what I loved the most, which mm-hmm. was education, that I was able to run to him. Right. So in my falling, quote unquote, fall mm-hmm. um, at um, the first college that I went to, that's when I really discovered God mm-hmm. and really ran to him. And now it's like, OK, I'm glad because God is so gracious in that he gave me what I wanted, mm-hmm. but he gave me more in what I needed because wow. I needed him. So he allowed that journey to be like more than just a degree. Mm -hmm. Because if I had finished in my, I was going to do a five-year master's program. If I had finished in that five years, all I would have with me is a degree. Right. And maybe some money, but you know, (laughs) but it's like, but I wouldn't have God, Mm. you know, I wouldn't have the peace, the joy and everything Mm. I have now. And I'm not lacking anything. Mm. Like if I'm thinking about it, it's not like I go back and I go to school and I'm like, oh my God, I finished in eight years. No, Mm. I still have everything that I wanted and that I needed. And it's interesting because God changed my desires to what he wants for mm. me. So like after I got the degree, even this new degree or whatever um, in the program I'm in, I'm not even worried about it. It's just right. like, all right, God put me here. Mm-hmm. Let me do it. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. But there's peace in that. There's no urgency in trying to show off to the world that I, I am somebody. Mm. I've already been somebody. God right. made us somebody, right? right? So right. it's like when your identity shifts into being rooted in God mm-hmm. and the word of God, everything else is a bonus. Mm. It no longer defines you if, or defines me if I have a degree or a certain job. Right. It's just that this is what God has for me. Amen. Amen. So trust God, you know? Amen. Yeah. Trust God, you know? Trust God. <laughs> it works out. It, eventually. And I think that's one thing I love about God, that everything comes full circle. Everything, you end up being at the exact place that he wants you to be at. Even when it comes to education, you may think this is where I need to, like you're saying, this is where I need to be, but the Lord definitely has his plan and purpose for us. And it's of good and not of evil. It's so. always of good. And, right. all, and if I'm thinking about it, in that time, I was educated so much in different ways. Mm. I was educated about myself. I was mm. educated about the world. I was very green. I was very fresh. Maybe someone say bush. Like I had so many experiences that taught me so many things. I was educated on the word of God. And mm. I cherish those more than if it be, oh, 
go to school is important. But if you're thinking about like the lessons that you learn in college, mm-hmm. are those the lessons that you use in your everyday life? Mm-hmm. And oftentimes mm-hmm. it's not. Those usually are like regulated to our profession, mm-hmm. but they sometimes don't necessarily come into play in our everyday mm-hmm. being. Right. So all the lessons that I learned like on a for my daily life mm-hmm. came through the hardship of going mm-hmm. to school. Like I understood how to make it quote unquote. I understood the importance of perseverance. I understood mm-hmm. the importance of patience. Mm-hmm. Think about like I said in third grade, I knew what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I was preparing all my K to 12 education mm-hmm. for this. Mm-hmm. Then in my freshman year of college, it was taken from me. Mm-hmm. And then having to start over. over. So you learn like, how to endure, right. which is way more useful to me right now. Than trigonometry. Trigonometry is important. Math is very, very important. <laughs> I'll just, and math oh, she's a math this, teacher. Math I'm so this, sorry. Let me just say this. Right. <laughs> math is not just comprehension. Math is also conceptualization. So a lot of times we don't think that we use math, but just we use algebra every day in our lives and different forms Please of math. to me so, how, how. Do you want a tangent? What's a tangent? Uh, do you want to go off on a tangent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't remember what a tangent think was. About, think about, <laughs> think, think about, like, okay. time. Mm-hmm. Think about measurements. Mm-hmm. Do you not use those things every day? I do. We use math. Math is everywhere. Math mm-hmm. is seen, but and that's, like, the new, the new math. And this is a little tip for anybody who's having trouble with math. A lot of times we know how to compute but not comprehend. Mm. And that's part of our issue in terms of like mathematics is that if I tell you what's two times four? Eight. Why? That's what I was taught. You see? So it's like we don't always understand the why. So like now like Mm. in new math or at least in my classrooms, like we teach the why behind the math. Mm. Why is two times four? Two times Two times four is eight because you have two groups of four. And we have two equal groups of four. So it's like there's there's it's important. Math is not just numbers. Sorry. Math I, is everything. The reason just, why I said that, that is because I, I barely passed trigonometry. Trigonometry and geometry. Geometry is hard. Yeah, <laughs> was hard for me. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. I barely, I had a 65. Math is difficult. Especially like pure math. Yeah. It's yeah. very difficult. I, I, that's it. Yeah. If you're in K to 12, post-secondary college, vocational school, masters, more grace to you. More grace. <laughs> It's not easy. It is, At it any isn't. level, it's not no, easy. No, no. School is hard for everyone. Yeah. And each sort level, of. and it's Paso say new levels, new devils. So. New levels, new devils, new angels, though. Amen. Absolutely. So we're about wrapping up. You did share advice, but we talked about a lot. We talked about how one must discover the purpose of education for themselves. Maybe, like you said, your library card was your key to success, or for you, education was an equalizer. So one, you have to discover the purpose of education and understand that you can be educated, not just in the building of school, but at home through exploration, et cetera. But what is one thing that as we are ending the show, you want to leave with our viewers and our listeners? What is one thing concerning education or even discovering the purpose through education? What is one thing you want to leave with me and the viewers? (laughs) Let me ponder. Ponder well. One thing I'll say is that, and maybe I'll end up saying a few, but Mm -hmm. one thing is that the education of Christ cannot be substituted by any other form. Mm -hmm. 
And this is something that I had to learn when I started like building a relationship with Christ because I love to read. Mm -hmm. Like I used to read a book every day. I was that person, all those different things. But it's different when you're reading the word of God. So just understanding that any type of education of the world can never substitute the education Mm -hmm. of Christ. Mm -hmm. So make sure that's your first and foremost education. Um, because it will filter out and bring meaning to every other form of education. And I think the second thing is that there are multiple types of education. Mm -hmm. I think, unfortunately, um, especially in our culture, or a lot of first generations, we're like pigeonholed into like certain types of learning, Mm -hmm. whether it's engineering, doctor, Mm -hmm. lawyer, Mm -hmm. there's many different types of being yeah so like there are different forms of education and all should be respected Mm, you know and i think that it's really important to respect all types of intelligence Mm -hmm. i can never be lebron james Mm -hmm. i don't know how he does it Mm -hmm. but he can never be me either that's right so it's very important i think to respect all types of education Mm -hmm. and then the third thing i think is understanding that education is a continuum Mm -hmm. and it's progressive like the more you know like you you can't shrink your mind back to what you didn't know. Once right. you have exposure, this is why I didn't want to, this is why I always call myself Jonah because I feel like once God would bring something to me, I have no other choice but to accept it right. and to move as right. such. Understanding that education is a continuum and it's progressive. Mm. So the more you get, the better you get. Mm. And it's very important for us to constantly be bettering ourselves. Like you should look at yourself and think like, how did I grow from yesterday? Like every day mm-hmm. I ask myself, like, what did I do better today? Mm-hmm. What did I do wrong? Like, mm-hmm. and it's not in a judgmental way, but it's in a way that moves me closer to Christ because I really believe that God is progressive. Mm-hmm. And the bigger, the more I know, the bigger he gets. Right. And the mm-hmm. same thing to me is for education. So it doesn't matter what field you're in. Like if I'm a, I'm a teacher, I'm a math teacher, but in that there's so many things to know. Right. You can never know enough Mm -hmm. you can never learn enough there's always something new to know right and also understanding that everything is interconnected like what i learned about cooking can support me in what i know about like it's all related Mm. like god has made it in a way where everything nothing is wasteful nothing um so just understanding that everything you know it can be used for something else Mm -hmm. and help you to grow and last but not least if you're in school like just don't give up I understand that it's difficult. I know that it's hard. I know that the classes are hard. Sometimes the teachers are terrible or professors, but just know that if you're there for a reason, God will see you through and also learn how to advocate for yourself and Mm. for your children as parents, especially K to 12. If you're a parent, learn how to advocate for your kids. Mm. If you're in higher education, learn how to advocate for yourself and know your educational rights. Amen. May on that note, we're going to end today's show. Thank you so much for coming on. I think... We talked about a lot in a short span of time, but at the same time too, I feel like this conversation opens doors to many more conversations. And we can't, yeah, it's it's a really big umbrella. There's a lot. lot. Yeah. So this is my way of telling you, this is not your last time on the show. Education series. (laughs) For real. This is part one. Stay tuned for the rest. So thank you so much thank for you. coming on. We really appreciate you sharing your knowledge. You're very knowledgeable. A little bit. Thank you. She's very knowledgeable. <laughs> Just please. <laughs> no, um, you are very admirable because I see how, you don't want me to say it, but knowledgeable you are. Very wise and very articulate in the way you speak. So God bless you for 
being you. Thank you for coming on and sharing your knowledge with us. And I know whoever's listening or watching, this is not something we could ever trade because we've learned a lot and is going to propel us into the next phase of our lives, I guess, when it comes to education, when it comes to receiving knowledge from anywhere and everywhere. So thank you. God bless you. God bless you. And I'll just say thank you. I don't know if this is part of the, you can cut it, it's fine. But (laughs) thank you for creating a space for people to come and share their knowledge. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's part of the issue. Sometimes when we get educated, we want to keep it to ourselves. um, And we should share it. So thank you for creating this space for different people to come. Mm. I learn every time I watch. So God bless you. May he increase the journey. Amen. Our biggest prayer. Thank you. Thank you so much for watching today's show and or listening wherever you are. God bless you so much. We're so grateful for the views, the listens, the comments, the activity. We, We are so grateful and we hope that you were blessed. And if you were, please leave us a comment in the YouTube comment section or the podcast. Leave a comment there when you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you're listening. There is a section where you can leave us a comment or email us, send us a message via Facebook, Instagram, the website, anywhere. Let us know how this episode blessed you. On next week's show, we'll be talking about timelines and comparison. I'm so excited for that because we did delve a little bit into that with today's episode, but we're going to get deeper into that next week. Just talking about how one's timeline and your timeline may be different, but I love what you said, and we'll say it next week, (laughs) that your story is your story and you have to be the main character in your story. And the author of your story is Christ. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited for that show to stay in touch with us. Kindly visit our website, follow us on Instagram, the journey underscore podcast, subscribe to us on YouTube, the journey podcast with Karen Sion, like us on Facebook, the journey podcast with Karen Sion and let's stay connected. Remember, the fastest runner doesn't always win the race and the strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. The wise sometimes go hungry and the skillful are not necessarily wealthy. Those who are educated don't always lead successful lives. But as <laughs> that's true. No, go ahead. It's a different, it's a different topic. <laughs> Education doesn't equal success. No. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. But it's all decided by God Amen. through times and seasons. We love you all. God bless you all. Stay safe. Stay blessed. I will see you on the next episode of The Journey. Bye. This is called The Journey.